you know, one of the one of the greatest pleasant surprise transformations we've seen in North Texas, maybe ever, was Clyde Warren Park. I mean, building this park over a freeway and then seeing how it, it united two parts of town and then it just became a natural congregating place. And, of course, the inspiration for that was Millennium Park, which, interestingly, was built over a rail yard in Chicago. Well, now Frisco is doing a variation on the same thing, and they were bright enough to go out and find the guy who ran Millennium Park. Dr. <laughs> Scott Stewart is the executive director of now called Kaleidoscope Park Foundation and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Well, I appreciate being here, David. Really, uh, really excited. So are, are you going to have one of those big stainless steel jelly beans in first <laughs> You know, that is that is the question. That is the question I get asked all the time. Well, what's going to be our what's going to be our icon? Because, I mean, as you know, right? I mean, it's it's become almost uh, a bit of tongue in cheek. You know, the 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 cloud gate, the bean has become sort of the icon for Chicago in a lot of ways, uh, certainly Millennium Park. Um, but we're going to have our own icon at Kaleidoscope Park. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me back up. So this is, and we've had, and Craig Hall has been on here a jillion times and we've, we watched the evolution of Hall Park and he always wanted something, I mean, it's an office park, but, but he likes to collect art. And so it was sort of like a natural, natural sculpture garden park, but now it's going the next level up and, and there's, you've got what, six or seven acres that have been earmarked that you're going to develop. Tell me what it's going to look like and, and what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And, and I think that taking it to that next level, elevating that artistic experience is exactly what we're going to be all about. So yeah, we have uh, about six acres where we are transforming uh, this, uh, this area that really is, you know, traditional office park. Uh, it's being transformed into this arts and culture venue, this arts and culture uh, experience, rooted and grounded very much in Craig Hall's vision for the the value of public value of uh, of art. But how do you make it a destination? I mean, you can put a park in there. It's going to be a nice place to take my box lunch and run over and have lunch. And then I'm going to at five o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going to leave and go home. And there goes the park. How do you make this a destination? Because yeah, I think you want to, they, they use, I mean, Millennium's occupied like 18 hours a day. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, Millennium, if, if you want to use something like Millennium Park in Chicago, you're looking at 20 million visitors a year. Uh, you're looking at, even in the Chicago winters, you're looking at programming year round. Um, Clyde Warren Park, you look at that, certainly Clyde, you know, certainly, you know, programming year round and such. We're taking those lessons and we're going to apply it to Kaleidoscope Park. And it really is about that programming and activation piece. You're absolutely right. You can build a beautiful park and people will come have lunch. Um, you know, kids will play in the kids uh, play area. Dog park is going to be there. People will bring their dogs over, run around. So great. You know, that's wonderful. And that's a wonderful, wonderful use of public space. Uh, taking things to that next level, rooting it in art. This place, this Kaleidoscope Park is going to be a destination because of its activation. We're going to have concerts, performances, uh, dance, festivals, uh, you name it. We're film. We're going to have these things and featured in Kaleidoscope Park. And the kicker is for free to the public. How do you fund? Now, and again, in the intro, I said Kaleidoscope Park Foundation. You're executive director of that. So it is a foundation. So this is never going to be self-sufficient. 
Correct, correct. So, so we are a public-private partnership. I represent the private side of that, the nonprofit side of that with Kaleidoscope Park Foundation. Our partner is the city of Frisco. Now, so the land on which the park exists will become, right now it's private land held by Hall Group, um, but it will become through a donation of that land, public land. So it'll become a public asset. And then my organization, Kaleidoscope Park Foundation, through private donations is going to operate and maintain and program that park. So one of my core missions is going to be to raise interest, awareness, and become an advocate for the value of this, this arts and culture park to North Texas. So donors are attracted to this. Donations come in, donations directly fund the park's maintenance, its upkeep, and most importantly, all of that exciting programming. Well, what about in the periphery? Will there be, I mean, it seems like a logical place for, for restaurants, something for concessions. That ought to be profit-making and, and maybe cash flow. I know Craig and, and, and the mayor has been on talking about wanting to put in a performance center, a, you know, a, a, an enclosed performance hall out there that hopefully would feed to this. The synergy? Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, I mean, you just have to look across the street at sort of a microcosm of this success that we're hoping to create. You look across the street from where Kaleidoscope Park is in Frisco and you see the star. So what do you have there? You have you know, some outdoor space, you have restaurants, bars, you have shopping. We're looking at sort of not duplicating that, but we're looking at elevating that and changing the experience from around sports to around arts and culture. And yes, we will have, uh, in addition to the park itself, uh, there's development going on on the private side of things. Um, there's going to be a hotel, a boutique hotel. There's going to be a residence building, a residential uh, structure, as well as restaurants, bars, shopping, um, small, um, you know, sort of small mixed use spaces. So, you know, there'll be a, a food hall area uh, that's sort of an elevated food hall experience. Um, so, yes, certainly it's a sort of a destination in the sense that you sure. can come there all day long and there's something for the kids, there's something for the parents and the adults, there's food, there's beverage, there's shopping, there's a little bit of everything, and it's sort of all right there. You can't build this all at once, though, I guess, kid. You, are, is your park going to be built all at once? <laughs> yeah, so the park is the park is actively built, being built right now. We're under construction in the first phase of construction as well as all of the, the residential building, the, the, the hotel building, and such, all of that's under construction. The park is going to open in about 14 or so months, so late 2023. We'll open the park shortly thereafter, then the rest of the new development opens as well. So you talked about the learning experience. From Millennium in Chicago, I would guess you learned how to program something in the dead of winter. From Clyde Warren, I would guess that you would learn how to had a program for 106 degree summers. <laughs> what do you do? No, exactly. That's the that's the challenge. One of the first things I did when I when I landed here in uh, in North Texas was uh, sitting in my office one Friday, and I was thinking about this very problem. I'm like, well, I you know, programming is going to be key to the success of Kaleidoscope Park, and I'm just kind of scratching my head, going, well. You know, I know how to program in the dead of winter, but there isn't a dead of winter necessarily here. Um, 
But what I, you know, and I know how to program in the summer, but summers in Chicago are very different than summers here. Uh, as I learned this summer, for <laughs> example, <laughs> you know, very, very different. So how do we do this? Um, you know, I, I, I think there's a nice formula that uh, a lot of a lot of you know venues have. You know, you have a lot of afternoon evening programming. Uh, you have a lot of early morning programming. So, for example, you know, something I might see happen at Kaleidoscope Park. You know, let's say it's a Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, you know, 7 a.m., 8 a.m., uh, we have uh, yoga and Zumba out on our performance lawn, you know, free, open to the public, led by local instructors, um, you know, free, open to everybody. Then the park sort of goes into its day life. Um, you know, sure, there's going to be families that bring their caregivers that bring the kids over to play. Um, dogs are going to, you know, people with dogs are going to visit the park and, and such. Um, some of the tenants, some of the workers surrounding uh, in Hall Park, in the, the office buildings, they're going to come out and they're going to use some of the outdoor spaces for, for work, for meetings, whatever it might be. And then evening sets in and we reactivate the park. We have uh, maybe Tuesday night films in the park and everyone's sitting around watching some big blockbuster film in the park. Uh, again, all free. Um, but uh, figuring out that cadence is, is going to be really key. Well, I, it's going to be fun to watch, and you have been—you've got all of the skills. You've practiced them elsewhere. You have been given this this blank canvas, and it's going to be fun to see what you do with it. Uh, Doctor Scott Stewart is executive director of. We can't wait for Kaleidoscope Park in Frisco. Yes, Kaleidoscope Park. It's going to be a wonderful North Texas arts and culture asset. We look forward to it in about a year. We'll 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 stay in touch. Thanks. Excellent. That sounds great. Thanks for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.